0: Hello, welcome or welcome back to my podcast. So um, I made a friend. I don't, I don't know if I could call her a friend, but yeah, she's super nice to me. And she helped me decide a new title, which is Do Dish. I mean, I love it. Oh my God. Okay. So um, I've created a story in WebPad. It's called Let's Pretend We're Together. Um, I'm going to try to leave, leave the link in the description. Don't know if that's possible, but I'll try to. And I wanted to read my story here, because a lot of people are like me, and sometimes they're just, um, they just don't feel like reading. So yeah, I'm going to make it easier for you, and just going to read my story for, for you. I hope you like it. So yeah. Uh, let me just tell you the name of the um, protagonists. The two main protagonists are, wait a second, let me see if I wrote it down. I didn't the main characters right um are ryle and leo and there's also side characters which are noah and mia um and yeah you'll see it all along the way some of these are based on my life and with time i'll even tell you guys the story when i'm ready actually i don't even know if i'm ready to talk about all of this because it happened really recently okay so Chapter 1. This only has 980 words. Pretty short, so yeah. This is Riley's POV point of view. People often romanticize love creating a picture screen dream. Oh my god, I read so that. Sorry. Restart. People often romanticize love creating a picture dream where you live out your fantasies with the one you adore. But reality has a different brush stroke. Love in its raw form, can be a fire that burns and leaves scars. Yet somehow we remain undeterred. We're willing to sacrifice everything for someone who may not do the same for us. Love, far from fair, has a way of challenging our perceptions and pushing us to our limits. It all began on the faithful December 21st, the day we embarked on our journey as a couple. Those initial months were a whirlwind of perfection. Each moment itched in my memory like a cherished photograph. But as time passed, the cracks in our relationships started to show and my worst nightmare unfolded before my eyes. We had agreed to maintain friendships with people of the opposite gender, a decision that never bothered me until Mariana, his best friend, crossed a line with each planting of a kiss on his cheek, and each enduring term like love and prince. She used my heart twist in agony. She used yeah, my heart, yeah, twist in agony, in agony. The heart cut deep, exposing the vulnerab- the vulnerability I had kept hidden. To, complica- to complicate matters, his behavior became increasingly controlling, he demanded access to all my social media accounts, dictating my every move with a possessiveness that suffocated my sense of self. I had never desired to be a mother, convinced that I would be in a, inadequate of that role, but he resented that. His, the anger, sim, my God, the anger simmered beneath the surface, escalating with each disagreement in hindsight. I realized that fear had always lurked with with me, an unspoken apprehension of what he was capable of. We broke up multiple times, our love, an intricate dance of separation and reunion. But a few weeks ago, I summoned the strength to make the decision to end things for good. Six months ago, the enduring the pain had pushed me to my limit. His pleas for another chance fell on my deaf ears as I stood resol- resolute in my choice. In his anger, he resorted to hurt me in various ways, even manipulating my mother into believing I had betrayed him. But that I mean cheated on me, cheated on him. Now I'm left with the burden of maintaining a facade in friendship, a masquerade that hittens my true feelings. Deep down, he should know that I'll never see him as anything more than an acquaintance, a person from the past whose presence I'll forever kept in my arm's length. Just a few days ago, I experienced a rare and beautiful moment of solace during a three-hour video call with my best friend, Mia Rodriguez. It was a breath of fresh air bringing warmth and happiness to my soul. Life has thrown many challenges, but my way, but Mia and Lena, my other best friend, whom I affectionately refer to as my wifey, have been my saving grace. Lena has remained a steadfast companion, brightening my darkest moments with her unwavering loyalty and unwavering love. And now here I am, stuck in the midwest of a dreadfully boring history class, my mind wandering. Far from the Montaigne's lectures, a teacher's voice interrupts my thoughts, pulling me back to reality. I snap back with the jolts when he calls my name. Miss Jones, he says, amusement lacing his words. Um, yes, sir, I respond, slightly frustrated as I gather my bearings. I hope your daydreaming revolves about Napoleon, he juts. To during laughter from the entire class, except for one person, Leo Smith. Leo, a classmate, stands out from stands out from the rest of his different energy. His presence has stingered with the usual foolishness. Me and Lena, my closest confidants, unfortunately, are a year younger than me. A fact um In fact, that occasionally leaves me feeling frustrated and isolated. As the class finally draws to a close, Leo and I make our way to the library, where we usually work on our assignment project. It has become a routine, and afterwards, afterwards, we often grab a a drink together at Starbucks. You okay? Leo asks, genuine concern evident in his eyes. Yeah, why? I reply, genuinely curious about his inquiry. He thinks he's hilarious, hilarious. Leo says, referring to the teacher's attempt at humor. But we both know he's not, I retort, finding delight in the shared understanding between Leo and me. Leo has always shown kindness to me, though he tends to talk excessively about his now ex-girlfriend, Emily. Despite the occasional conversation about their relationship, I'm not jealous. Instead, I want to ensure that Emily doesn't misinterpret our interaction. as an attempt to steal Leo away. In truth, love has lots its appeals to me. I have convinced myself that it simply isn't meant for me, that it ex- exists in a realm I cannot access. Riles, Leo hesitates, his voice listens with uncertainty. Yeah, I just want my curiosity back from his hesitation. Um, Emily and I... We're mm, over. I need your help. Leo admits his vulnerability laid bare as he seeks my assistance. What do you need? I inquire. My heart open to supporting my friend in this time, ta- in his time of need. So, um, there's this dinner at my parents' house, and I told them I'd be bringing my girlfriend. It's happening in a few days, and I need you to be my fake girlfriend. Pretty, please, with cherry on top. Leo implores his eyes, pleading for my appropriation. creation mm, Okay, but you owe me, I apply with a smirk, accepting the unexpected challenge presented to me. As I ride home, an mix ex- of apprehension and curiosity fills my mind. I now have a week to learn everything about being a girlfriend. A crash course in emotions and actions that usually take time to cultivate. This unexpected adventure promises to be a test of my acting skills and a chance to explore uncharted territories. I can't help but wonder how this chapter in my life will unfold. Oh my god, I simply loved. Um, let me just see if I have notifications here. Uh No, not really. Okay, now let's go to chapter 2. I oh, hope you guys liked. How much was Oh, Reading chapter 1 out loud, it's 10 minutes? Oh my god. I thought it was way less. Okay, so let's go. Chapter 2. Oh, by the way, chapter 1 had 17 views, um, 5 stars, and 2 comments. Now chapter 2. Leo's paws. Emily and I have been together for over 6 years now. A relationship that started in sixth grade for what feels like the silliest of reasons. Her attractiveness. Looking back, I can't help but acknowledge the foolishness of it all, but at that age, we all make questionable choices. Despite our fair share of problems and fights, I do love Emily, and I know she loves me too. However, there's a lingering doubt deep deep within me, a feeling that we might be better off as friends rather than romantic partners. As a child, as a thought that I had been growing strongly lately, especially as I spend more time with Riley. Riley and I have been working on a project together, diving into the depths of Brazilian culture. We've put in countless hours preparing for our presentation that's scheduled for tomorrow afternoon. Today, I must have the audacity to ask Riley if she would pretend to be my girlfriend for an upcoming dinner with my parents. To my surprise, she agreed. The truth is my parents didn't express much interest in meeting my girlfriend. The whole thing was a ruse. But this project at the t- but this project and the time I've spent with Riley have brought about a realization, an awakening of emotions beyond friendship. I see Riley different now, differently now, and I can't deny that there's something more between us. After a productive work session, I give Riley a ride home before heading back to my place. As soon as I step through the door, I hear my mum's voice calling out my name. Leonard, she says, and it gates on my nerves. It's Leo, I respond, feeling slightly annoyed. Oh, darling, it's the same thing, she casually replies. Well, my birth certificate says otherwise. Fine, fine, so Leo... I got a call from your English teacher. He wanted to know if your project with Riley Jones is ready. Yes, it is, I replied, trying to maintain my composure. I retreat to the solitude of my room, lying down on my bed. In this moment of introspection, I can't help but entertain a perplexing thought that has been bothering me. My English teacher and my mother seem to have some sort of connection. It's a notion that confuses me. After all, my father's a well-off man who treats my mother with love and care. I can't fathom why she would be involved with someone else. It's a puzzle that continues to nag at my mind. I wake up the mor- next morning feeling a sense of urgency, quickly get ready, grabbing a glass of milk and a slice of toast before making my way back to my room. Today, I need to decide on a phrase in Portuguese to practice, ensuring I won't embarrass myself during today's presentation. I settle on the phrase "O amor é fogo que arde sem se ver," which translates to "Love is a fire that burns unseen." I feel it feels perfect, capturing the essence of what I've come to understand about love. I repeat the phrase over and over as I make my way to Raoul's house, determined to get it right. I ring the doorbell, and when Riley opens the door, she, momenti- she momentarily forgets forgets that we're supposed to be fake dating for the moment. Hey, babe, I say, my voice is low and hushed. Leo? Riley responds, sounding slightly surprised. Oh, right, we're fake dating. Hey, sunshine, I say, let's go. I'll give you a ride. That was second chapter. It was 575 words. Oh, and by the way, there's already the sixth chapter, which um, it will only be published tomorrow at 12 p.m. No, 12 a.m., and I'll be reading it here probably. Now, chapter three. Uh, It has 867 words. Okay, is it recording though? Yeah, it's recording. Okay, so chapter three. Riles POV. Before heading out with Leo to go to school, I have a meaningful conversation with my mom. She assures me that she believes in my account of what happened with my toxic ex boyfriend and encourages me to block him from my life. Her words resonate deeply within me, affirmating that I don't deserve the toxic the toxic my God, the toxicity and endured or I endured. Feeling empowered, I had I head out to their door and get into the car where Leo waits. As he practices his Portuguese phrase, I can't help but find him incredibly cute. The way he pronounces the words sounds endearing, making my heart flutter. We arrive at school where we t- where we're tasked- oh my god, where we're tasked with submitting a paper answering the question why did you choose that country for a project on Brazil? I I power my thoughts into the page. Here's what I write. Brazil is an extraordinary country often burdened with unjust stereotypes. Many perceive it as a land of violence and danger, but the reality is from the bleak image painted by these misconceptions. I had the privilege of visiting Brazil when I was younger and it remains the most remarkable country I've ever experienced. In addition to rebounding the stereotypes surrounding Brazil, I also want to address the harmful stereotypes placed upon women. It's disheartening to witness the lack of respect shown towards individuals solely based on their physical appearance. We should strive to respect and value everyone for their unique qualities and talents, breaking free from these stereotypes is more essential for fostering a more inclusive and respectable society. As I grow older, my ultimate aspiration is to call Brazil home someday. I read my response aloud to Leo and his heartfelt reaction warms my soul. He shares that his biggest dream now is to take me back to Brazil someday. His words melt my heart and for a moment, I forget that we're pretending to be in a relationship. The connection between us feels genuine, but deep down, I know I'm not ready for something real just yet. As the day progresses, I take a moment to gather myself and head to the bathroom. Looking at myself in the mirror, I give myself a pep talk. You are ready for this, I affirm. determined to face the challenges that lie ahead. However, as soon as I look down on my phone, a sinking feeling settles in my stomach. I receive a text from my toxic ex. The one I had hoped to distance myself from. Hey sweetie, wanna talk later? No thanks. Trying to make me jealous with Life Can? It's working. Just come and kiss me sweetie. No, bye. NBT dubs, Life Can has a name and I love him more than I would ever love you. Blocked. 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 <laughs> I take a deep breath, reminding myself of the strength I've gained since leaving that toxic relationship. It's a test of my resolve, but I'm determined not to let him back into my life. With the swipe of my fingers, I block his number, severing the last thread of connection between us. It's a symbolic act of reclaiming my own happiness and moving forward. We head to the classroom taking our seats and preparing for the lecture ahead. The room is filled with a mix of anticipation and chatter as students settle in. I glance at Leo and we exchange a knowing smile, Our our shared secret of pretending to be a couple hanging in the air. The lecturer steps up to the podium and with a commanding presence begins to delve into the intricacies of the topic. I try my best to focus on the lecture, taking notes and absorbing the information being presented. However, my mind occasionally drifts to thoughts of Leo beside me. I observe the way he engages with the material, his thoughtful expressions, with the occasional exchange of glances we share. There's a comfort in knowing that even if this relationship is fabricated, we can still find solace in each other's company. Sorry, um as lecture progresses, Leo leans over and whispers a comment that only I can hear. We exchange brief smiles, appreciating the fleeting connection. We forgot. we forget, we forget, oh my god, I'm so bad, forged through this trade. It's a bittersweet moment as I can't help but wonder what could have been in our circumstances here. We're different. Yet for now, this act allows us to navigate a social setting with ease, protecting our hearts from further harm. Oh, my God. From further harm. As the lecture draws to a close, we gather our belongings and prepare to move to our next class. Walking side by side, we discuss the lecture, exchanging thoughts and insights. It's in these moments we camaraderie. camaraderie. that I realize how much Leo has become to me, has come to mean to me. Despite the pretense, I find comfort in his genuine friendship and the connection we share. Despite my best efforts to focus on the day's activities, the texts from Caleb, my toxic ex, linger in my mind like an unwelcome shadow. The memories of our tum- tumultuous relationship flood back, causing a mix of anger, sadness, and confusion. As the bell rang, someone signaling the start of our presentation, we took our places on the stage. It was time to share our passion for Brazilian culture with the eager audience. Okay, now we're moving on to chapter four, but here's some details you need to know. Um, Wait, well, I think I had I had like a lot of things to say right now, but when, the only one I remember right now, itch which is that um, if I get something wrong, Please don't blame me. Like, I'm not from the United States, uh, and I'm not from an English-speaking country. I'm actually from Brazil, and I think that's where the idea of them making a presentation off Brazil came from, just because um, I hear a lot of people saying um, a lot of bad things about my country, and, like, um, I speak various languages, and that includes... Not various, but I speak some languages. Like, I speak Portuguese, English, French, and I'm learning Italian, Spanish, and German. And I think it's so awful how people say mean things about my country. And I'm sure that they would hate if I started only caring about the stereotypes. Like, there are many stereotypes, for example, about French people that they don't take showers. don't know if you ever heard that one. But there are, and we should just ignore the stereotypes, because everyone's different, and yeah, this is just like a lecture, this is just like a lecture, but still, um, yeah, this was basically a romance, and then I decided, oh, why not t- talk a little bit about my country, because, um, I don't want, like, I hate people saying things about my country, because I'm sure they would hate if I said trash about their country, okay, so, um, Let's go to chapter four now. I'm pretty sure I wrote this today. See, it has 862 words. Riles POV again. Leo and I stand side by side, ready to share passion and knowledge with the entire school. The moment arrives and Leo steps forward to begin his introduction. Good afternoon, everyone. Oh wait, Leo. Good afternoon, everyone. Today, we're here to embark on a journey through the vibrant and diverse culture of Brazil. Close your eyes for a moment and imagine yourself walking the streets of Rio de Janeiro. Wait, should I say that in Portuguese of Brazil? Uh, streets of Rio de Janeiro, feeling the warmth of the sun in your skin and the, and the pulsating rims of Samba and shouting through the air. Brazil land that captivates the senses and leaves an incredible mark on your soul. Yodans leans attentively engrossed in Leo's words. With a pause, he seamlessly transitions to the next part of his speech. Leo, Brazil is more than a stereotype often associated with it. It's a country that embraces the beauty of diversity, where people from different backgrounds come together to celebrate life. From the Amazon, from the Amazon rainforest to the stunning beaches of Bahia, every region has its own unique charm and cultural treasure to offer. So let's embark to its, on its on this journey together and uncover the magic of Brazil. Applause fills the room and Leo finishes his introduction, setting the stage for my part of the presentation. I step forward, feeling a surge of adrenaline as I begin to share my personal experiences. Riley, thank you Leo for that captivating introduction. Brazil holds a special place in my heart as I had the opportunity to visit this extraordinary country when I was younger. I was a transformative it was a transform oh my god, it was a transformative experience that opened my eyes to the beauty and richness of Brazil culture. The audience in hanging onto my every word as I continue. Riley. One of the aspects I want to highlight today is the importance of breaking free from stereotypes. Brazil, like any other country, is often subjected to preconceived notions that don't capture its true essence. It, it's disheartening to witness the lack of respect shown towards women based solely on their physical appearance. We should strive to appreciate unique quali- everyone's unique qualities and talents fostering a more inclusive and respectful society. Silence fills the room as my words sink in. I take a deep breath and continue, Riley, as we navigate through. As we navigate through the complexities of Brazil's, of Brazilian culture, we must celebrate the spirit of unity and resilience that defines this nation. Whether it's the passionate celebrations of Carnaval, of Carnaval, the rhythmic beats of Samba, and the warmth, hospitality of the people, Brazil envelops you in a sense of joy and connection. Eyes are locked on me as eyes sh- are locked on me as I share my personal reflections. Riley, really. I carry with me the memories of dancing in the streets during Carnival, feeling the rhythms pulsating through my veins. I remember the vibrant colors of the costumes, the laughter and the camaraderie that transcended language barriers. It was a reminder that no one where we come from, that no matter where we come from, we're all united by the power of celebration and love. Sorry for that noise, there are people here talking really loud. Um, the audience applauds, their enthusiasm fueling my confidence. I look towards Leo, our eyes meeting with a silent understanding passes between us. It's time to him, for him to share the chosen phrase. Leo. In words of Portuguese poet Luís de Camões, o amor é fogo que arde sem se ver. Translated, it means love is a fire that burns unseen. This phrase beautifully encapsulates the intangible nature of love, the way it can ignite our hearts and soul without being physically visible. Even though he's not a Brazilian poet, that's the vibe Brazil gives. It's a sentimental it's a sentiment that resonates deeply within Brazil's culture, a culture known for its passion and joie de vivre. Um, the room falls silent as Leo's words hanging in the air, hanging in the air. The, their profound meaning sinking into the hearts of the audience. And in that moment, our presentation becomes more than just a collection of words. It becomes a celebration of Brazil, a testament the power of friendship and a, re- and a f- reflection of our personal growth. We continue our presentation waving weaving together stories, insights, and visual elements that bring the beauty and diversities of Brazil to life. With every word spoken, we share a love for this remarkable country and invite the audience to embrace its richness. As our presentation comes to a close, the room erupts in applause, a testament to the impact our words and shared experiences have made. Leo and I exchange a triumphant smile knowing that we have successfully brought the essence of beauty excess, essence, essence wait what wait I'm sorry successfully brought the essence of Brazil to our school community in that moment our presentation becomes a symbol of friendship, resilience and the power of sharing our passions with others we have taken a leap of faith wait of faith allowing ourselves to take to be, wait, oh my God, to be vulnerable. And in return, we have received admiration and appreciation. Appreciation, oh my God. Together, Leo and I step off the stage, our hearts filled with pride and gratitude. Our presentation was more than just a success. It was an intense and unforgettable experience that brought us closer, solidifying our bond and igniting a shared excitement for the culture. Brazil was just the beginning, and as we leave the stage hand-in-hand, we embark on a new chapter of adventures and discoveries, knowing that our friendship will continue to flourish. Actually, this was a very long chapter, Um, but yeah. Um, Now we'll be reading. um, This um, part was based on (laughs) true events. Uh, Based, not 100%. And I actually did this because a friend of mine, um, a friend asked me to. Wait, let me just go and get something to um, tie up my hair because it's really hot. A second, wait a second, wait a second. Okay, so the title is "Extra Flashback." Riley Spoff, begin a flashback no, begin a flashback, no, flashback, okay, I tra- I transport myself back to the food. fateful evening where innocence and affection morphed into tox- toxic- toxicity and heartache. The room was dimly lit, creating an intimacy in the ends, asked Caleb, Oh, by the way, Caleb in in this story supposedly being the toxic ex-boyfriend. Caleb and I engaged in what seemed like an innocent and playful conversation. Our laughter filled the air, interwinning with the warmth of our connection. It was one of those nights where everything felt right, and we decided to embark on a game of 20 questions. Little did I know that the questions we would ask each other would Unearth the depth seated wait what? The depth seated differences that lay dormant beneath the surface. We took turns, each question building a stronger bond between us. From our favourite movies to our dreams travel destinations. The conversation flowered flawlessly, aflo- but as the questions progressed we unknowingly walked into a minefield. Riley. All right, Jacob, it's my turn now. What's your favorite movie of all time? Caleb's face lit up with excitement, completely unaware of the emotional turmoil that lay ahead. Oh, that's a tough one. But if I had to choose, I'd say The Notebook. Um, it's a beautiful love story that always stitches my heart. His response filled the room with warmth, and I couldn't help but smile. But as we continued, the questions began to venture into more profound territory. Riley. Okay, Caleb. Here's another question for you. Do you envision yourself getting married someday? Caleb's expression shifted slightly, his eyes searching for the right words. (sighs) A hint of hesitation lingered in the air. Oh my god, guys, I'm so sorry. it's because I, um, I'm not feeling so good right now. And yeah, this story gives me kind of a lot of memories. So yeah. Caleb, honestly, Riley, really, I don't want to get married. My parents never got married, and I want to be just like them. Marriage is a big commitment, and I'm not sure if, I'm, if it's something I see for myself. <sighs> the slight pang of disappointment tugged out of my heart but I, I held on to the hope that our desires would align. I proceed consciously with the next question. Oh, okay, no, wait, what? Riley, oh, okay, and what about having children? Do you see yourself as a parent in the future? His response held a weight of our future, the dreams and aspirations we held individually. Caleb's demeanor changed, his eyes flittered with an intensity weight, intensity I hadn't seen before. Caleb, absolutely, honey! I've always wanted to have children someday. I imagine myself being a father, guiding them through life and creating a beautiful family. His words hung in the air, mingling with a growing tension between us. Our different desires for the future suddenly felt like insurmountable obstacle, obstacles. Mm. Riley, Mm, I see. Well, I've always dreamed of getting married and I want to dedicate my whole life to the person I love. But I've never really wanted to have children. Without mentioning the big pain I'll go through, I don't want to be a single mother, nor have the responsibility to take care of another human being. It's just not something I feel called to do. The room felt silent. The air thick... With unspoken truth, the compab- the culpability we had cherished so dearly was crumbling before our very eyes. Caleb's eyes burned with anger. His voice laced with toxicity. Toxic city. Caleb, you've ruined everything, Riley. How can you deny me the joy of having a family? You're throwing away our future. His toxic words pierced through my heart, leaving me... Wounded with defeat. The innocent conversation had morphed into a battleground of differencing, differing dream, dreams and expectations. Caleb's face twisted with anger, his voice dripping with venom as he unleashed a barrage of insults and hurtful words. Caleb, you're a horrible human being, Riley. How can you be so selfish? You claim to love me, but all you do is tear me down. You're a terrible girlfriend. I was putting... Always putting your desires above mine. His words stung each syllable, puncturing my heart. The love and affection we had once shared seemed like a distant memory, replaced by a toxic storm that raged between us. Riley, Caleb, please, let's try to find a way to communicate without resorting to insults. We can't solve anything with hurtful hurtful words. My plea fell on deaf ears as his rage consumed him. Caleb, you don't deserve my love, Riley. You're incapable of understanding anyone but yourself. I've given you everything and all you do is trample on my dreams and make me feel insignificant. Lena doesn't treat me like this. She understands me and agrees with me. Tears wheeled up in my eyes, a torrent of emotions Threatening to overflow, I tried desperately to defend myself, to salvage what was left of our crumbling relationship. Really? I'm not perfect, Caleb, but neither are you. Love is about compromise and understanding. We need to work together, not tear each other apart. But my words were to tell against the onslaught of his toxic rage. The, toxic, the toxicity had seemed into the very foundation of our connection, eroding the love and trust we had once held dear. Love should never be a battleground of insults and belittlement. It should be a sanctuary, a place where we find silence and support. End of flashback. No longer will I allow toxic words to define my worth or erode my spirit. I step forward, determined to heal and rebuild, knowing that I deserve love that lifts me up and nurtures my soul. Oh, wait, now I need to read a comment that I wrote. Um, so I wrote a comment on this, because, just to explain here, detail. Lena and Caleb became best friends because of Riley, and even after Caleb and Riley ended, Lena kept being his best friend, and Lena backed him up when Caleb told Riley's mom he cheated. So yeah, do you guys want a detail on a chapter on that? The and basically on the ending of Lena and friend and Riley's friendship. So yeah, that is it. No, wait, there's still more. Two more chapters. Um, wait a second. Now oh my god. This is an ad. I'm so freaking sorry. Let me just get out of the app and get bit get in again. Oh my god, I'm feeling so bad right now. I'm feeling horrible. Um I'm having a panic attack right now. Okay, so chapter six. Leo's Puff. I wake up to the sound of my alarm blattering. Panic washes over me as I realize I'm running late to meet up with Reels. Yesterday's speech in Brazil was a success, and today we had planned to spend more quality time together, getting to know each other better. I quickly jump out of bed and scramble to find a presentable outfit. Grabbing a random shirt and matching pants from my stack of clothes, I hurriedly get dressed. I run... Oh, this one is a lot bigger. This is a hundred six. No, a thousand sixty. No, wait, a thousand six hundred ninety words. I ran. Uh. I ran a hand through my hair. Wait a second. I run a hand through my hair, trying to tame the unruly st- strands, and grab my backpack. In it, I make sure to pack my favorite perfume, my trusty journal where I jot down my thoughts and reflections, and of course, a book from my well-stocked bookshelf. I never leave the house without something to read. With my essentials in tow, I rush out the door and hop into the car, ready to pick up reels. I make my way to her house, heart pounding with anticipation. Thankfully, she's still at home. There's something about Ryle that draws me in something that makes me want to be there for her, even if it's in a fake capacity. I knock on her front door, my heart racing in in an anticipation. Where she opens when she opens the door, a smile spreads across my face invol involuntarily. She looks stunning as always. With her hair facing gracefully around her shoulders with a sparkle in her eyes. Leo. Hey, Reels. Sorry if I'm a bit late. Lost track of time this morning. Reels. No worries, Leo. I just finished getting ready myself. Shall we head out? Her voice is like music to my ears. And I can't help but feel a surge of happiness as we walk towards towards my car. Opening the door for her, I make sure she's comfortable before taking my seat behind the wheel. Leo, so Reels, any plans for today? Or do you, did you want to just go with the flow, Riley? Let's go with the flow, Leo. I'm excited to see what today, where today takes us. I can't help but admire her spontaneity and open mindfulness. As we drive, we engage in lighthearted conversations, sharing anecdotes and laughter. There's a sense of ease and comfort in our interactions. As if we had known each other for years. Leo. Oh, um, by the way, I brought you a little something. I reach onto my backpack and retrieve a small journal similar, similar to the one I carry with me everywhere. Leo. I know you love writing, so I thought this could be a nice addition to your collection. Riley's eyes lit up as she takes the journal, a grateful smile playing on her lips. Riley. Thank you, Leo. That's really thoughtful of you. I definitely put it to good use. We continue our journey, stopping at a park along the way. I find a cozy spot under a tree where we can enjoy the warmth of the sun and the peacefulness of the surroundings. Leo, so Reels, tell me more about your passions. What makes you come alive? Riley, well, besides writing, I have a deep love for for photography. Capturing moments and emotions through the lens brings me to joy. Leo, That's amazing, Riles. I can already tell you have a unique perspective on life. Your passion shines through everything you do. As we spend more time together, I can't help but feel genuine connections forming. Our conversations flow effortless, and I find myself hanging onto every word she says. The more I get to know Riley, the more I realize how incredible she is, and the stronger my desires become to protect her and make her happy. As the day unfolds, filled with laughter, heartfelt conversations and shared experiences, I can't help but wish that our pretend relationship could be real. I see in Riley a kind red spirit, someone who deserves all the love and happiness in the world. But for now, I'll cherish these moments we have together. Bring the caring and supportive fake boyfriend she needs, and who knows, maybe in time our connection will grow into something even more beautiful. Rally excuses herself to go to the bathroom, leaving her phone behind. I try my best not to let curiosity get the better of me, but my eyes inadvertently drift towards her phone as it beeps with an incoming message, the name Caleb flashes on the screen, sending a jolt of unease through my veins. I fight the urge to invade her privacy, reminding myself that I'm just her fake boyfriend, but a nudging feeling gnaws, gnaws in me. Curiosity mingled with a sense of protectiveness, instead of snooping, I decide to ask Riley once she returns. Minutes pass, each second stretching into an eternity. Finally, Riley emerges from the bathroom, bathroom, a slight furrow in her brow. Leo, hey, Riley, is everything all right? I noticed you got a message from someone called Caleb. My voice trembles slightly, but I can't ignore the sinking feeling in my gut. Riley's expression shifts, a mix of surprise and concern crossing her face. Riley, oh, no, Leo... That's Caleb. It's my toxic ex-boyfriend. I thought I had blocked him, but somehow he managed to contact me again. Her voice trembles, and I can sense the fear of vulnerability hidden beneath her words. A surge of protectiveness watches all, washes over me, my fake boyfriend for kid momentarily mm-hmm. forgotten. I'm so sorry, Rills. You don't deserve to be put in this situation. Is there anything I can do to help? You can count on me on that kind of situation. I reach out, placing a comfortably hand on her arm, offering support and reassurance. Riley. Really? Thank you, Leo. I appreciate your concern. I've already blocked him again, but it's just unsettling to know that he found a way to contact me. I'm grateful that you to have you by my side even it's even in this pretend relationship. Her gratitude tucks at my heartstrings, reminding me of the connection we've been cultivating. It's not just about the trade; It's about being there for each other when it truly matters. Reels, you don't have to face this alone. If you ever need someone to talk to, or if there's anything I can do to support you, please don't hesitate and let me know. Your safety safety and well-being are m- important to me. Reels, eyes. Um... Ralph's eyes glisten with appreciation and mixture of vulnerability and strength flying through Riley, Thank you, Leo. Your care and support mean the world to me. It's comforting to know that I have you as my fake boyfriend, someone I can rely on. In the moment I realized that our French, their relationship through born out of pretense, has taken on a deeper significance. It's about being there for each other, providing a safe haven amidst life challenges. As we continue our day together, the thoughts of Caleb linger in my back, in the back of my mind—a reminder of the toxicity that Riley has endured. But I'm determined to be a source of support and strength for her, to help her navigate the aftermath of her toxic past. Together, we'll face whatever comes our way. Even in the realm of our pretend relationship, let me just edit something. Okay. As the day draws to a close, I find myself reflecting onto the connection that I that has grown between Ralph and me. It becomes more and more just, than a, just a pretend relationship. It's evolved into a genuine bond filled with care and understanding. The thought of causing her any pain is inconvocable to me. I would do anything to protect her. With that commitment in mind, I decide to make the end of our day together special. I drive us to the nearby Taco Bell. I reorder our favorite items and find a quiet spot to sit outside. The evening sky paints the breathtaking canvas above us as we settle in, savoring our meal together. We engage in easy conversations, sharing stories, dreams, and even silly jokes. The atmosphere is filled with warmth. Wait filled filled with worm and comfort, as if time was paused to allow us this moment of respite from the world. As we sit side by side gazing up at the star's studded sky, a sense of peace washes over me. I still look at Riley, admiring the way her eyes light up with each shared laugh. Her smile, a radiant pure joy. Leo, You know, Rills, moments like these make me appreciate the beauty of life. It's the simple things, the shared experiences, that truly matter. Riley, I couldn't agree more, Leo. Sometimes it's the moments of connection, that togetherness, that stay with us the longest. Our voices blend with the soft rustling of the evening. Breeze, creating a symphony of contest- contentment. We continue to enjoy our meal, savoring the flavours and each other's company. Leo, Reels, I want you to know that I'm here for you, no matter what. Our pretend relationship may have brought us together, but the bond we formed is real to me. Your happiness and well-being mean the world to me, My else gaze meets mine. Her eyes shimmering, shimmering with a mix of gratitude and trust. Riley, Leo, you've been such an incredible presence in my life. Your kindness and genuine care have made all the difference. I'm grateful to have you by my side, even in this unconventional way. Our connection depends. Our connection depends on those in that moment, a silent understanding passing between us. We continue to sit side by side, side by side, sharing love's dreams and moments of quiet introspection. The night sky watches over us, a testament to the beauty of our connection. As the stars twinkle above, I make a silent promise to myself. I'll always cherish and protect Riley's heart. I'll be there to support her, to, le- to lend an ear of, or a comforting embrace whenever she needs it. This pretend relationship may have its boundaries, but the emotions that have blossomed are real and profound. As we finish our meal, we remain seated, content to bask in the glow of each other's presence. Together, we create a sanctuary in which our souls can find solace, even if it's just for this moment in time. Oh my god, this was. So breathtaking. Let me just see if I got any notifications. Okay, now this chapter I'll be reading has not even come out yet. It will come out tomorrow, as I've mentioned. It only has um, a thousand words. It's chapter six, the next day. and Leo's Pov, POV. The sun casts a warm glow as I meet up with my best friend, Noah, at our favorite cafe. The aroma of flesh... Freshly brewed coffee fills the air, creating a comforting ambiance. I'm eager to catch up with Noah and hear about his about the twists and turns in his life. Leo, hey Noah, long time no see, man. How's life treating you? Noah, Leo, my dude, that's been interesting, to say the least. How about you? Anything exciting happening? Leo, well, there's something I've been wanting to talk to you about, but first, fill me on the latest in your world. Any? epic tales or heartbreaks share? Noah. Oh, man, let me tell you about this new girl I've been hanging out with. Her name is Mia Rodriguez. And let me tell you, Leo, she's something else. Leo raises an eyebrow, a smirk forming on his face, intrigued by Noah's enthusiasm. Leah. Leo. Mia Rodriguez, huh? Sounds like she's got you all fired up. What's the deal with her? Neo. Noah. Leo, she's a total knockout. We hit it off instantly, man. She got this charm and wit that's hard to resist. We've been spending a lot of, we've been spending a lot of time together and I can't get enough of her. Leo, that's awesome, Noah. But hold up. Isn't Mia best friends with Riley? Noah, yeah, you're right, Leo. Me and Riley go go way back. It's definitely a unique dynamic. Me and I have talked about Though, and we're both committed to being respectful of their, rel- of their friendship. Leo, good move, my man. You gotta th- treat carefully when it comes to those friend circles. It's crucial to maintain a harmony and not let any romantic entanglements mess with the group dynamics. Noah, absolutely, Leo. I'm all about the bro code. Respect for the friendship is key. Communication and understanding are vital to ensure everyone's comfortable and nobody gets caught on the cross side. Leo, preach Noah. It's all about being a stand-up guy and putting the happiness of your friends first. Solid move on your part, my friend. Noah, thanks Leo. Your approval means a lot. Now, let's talk about you, my man. What's the scoop with Riley? Any updates or progress on your end? Leo takes a sip of his coffee. I mean, I take a sip of my coffee, <laughs> contemplating his rep- response. He appreciates the straightforward conversation with Noah, knowing he can share his thoughts openly. I don't know why suddenly I use like a narrator. It was supposed to be Leo's POV. I s- forgot that in the middle of nowhere. Oh my god, I'm so freaking dumb. Okay, Leo. Well, Noah, my feelings for Riley have been growing stronger, but I've been holding back. She's been through some rough stuff lately, and I don't want to add any more complications to her life. Oh my god, I accidentally went right back, oh wait, I went really back, um, um, okay. Well no, my feelings for Lily have been growing stronger. But I've been holding back. She's been through some rough stuff lately, and I don't want to add any more complications to her life. Noah, I feel you, bro. Sometimes timing is everything. It's important to be there for her as a friend, showing support and understanding. If there's something more between you two, if there's something more between you two, it'll naturally happen when the time is right. Leo, you're right, Noah. It's all about being patient and letting things unfold naturally. I want I want what's best for her even if it means keeping my own feelings in check for now. Noah, that's a com- to- commendable mindset, Leo. True friendship means putting the needs of the other person first. You're a solid dude, my friend. Leo's puff. As, s- as the sun begins its descent, painting the sky with hues of gold and orange, I make my way back home after a ful- fulfilling day spent with Noah. Thoughts of Riley consume my mind, and I feel comfortable healed to reach up to her. Despite the fake of our fake relationship, there's an undeniable connection between us, one that transcends the boundaries we've created. I take out my phone and type a message, eager to let her know that she's on my mind. Leo. Hey Rails, I hope you had a wonderful day. I just wanted to tell you how much I enjoyed our time together yesterday. It felt like a much needed respite from the chaos of life. How are you holding up? As I press the send button, I can't help but wonder how she truly feels. Riley has been through her fair shares of challenges lately, and I want to be there for her, even if it's just as even if it's just as a friend. I understand the power of genuine support during difficult times, and I want to provide that for her. Minutes stick, minutes stick by, each second feeling like an eternity, until my phone buzzes with a response from Riley. My heart quickens as I unlock my phone, eager to read her words. Riley, hey Leo, thank you for reaching out. Yesterday was a much needed escape for me as well. I truly value your friendship. Today has been a roller coaster, but I'm managing. Taking things one step at a time, and how about you? Her message brings a sense of relief to my heart. I'm glad that our time together offered her a temporary reprieve from the challenges she's facing. I take a moment to collect my thoughts, ensuring that my reply reflects that sincerity in my intentions. Leo, I'm grateful that I could be there for you, Reels. Today was good. I caught up with my friend Noah, and we had some heartfelt conversations about life. Just know that I'm here for you, no matter what. If you ever need someone to lean on or talk to, don't hesitate to reach out. Take care of yourself, alright? As I send my message, a genuine smile raises, raises my lips. Despite the complexities of our situation, I hold a deep appreciation for the connection I share with Riley. Being there for her as a friend is paramount to me, and I hope my words convey the the depth of my concern. Time slips away, leaving me with a mix of anticipation and uncertainty. I can't help but wonder how Riley will respond when she sends the intensity behind my words. Only time will reveal the true nature of our correction. As the the night blankets the world around me, I find it so late in knowing that I've extended a hand of friendship to Red, someone who has inadvertently captured my heart. I hope that our bond continues to blossom, guiding us through through life's challenges together, whether as friends or something more. Oh my god. I simply love how I read this story. Um, and yeah, I hope y'all enjoyed this. This, I think this was my first episode, which I think passed one hour. And I hope y'all enjoyed it. Don't forget to subscribe. And you could check me out on Wattpad. You just search me up. and I'll probably leave the link in the description. Thank you so much for listening to now. Love y'all, and bye-bye.